Welcome to Understanding the Law Radio, your business success and legal information station. And now, your host, Peter Lamont. Well, hi, and thanks for joining me for a brand new episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I'm Peter Lamont, along with my co-host, Brendan. How are you doing today, Brendan? Doing pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. So today's show, we've got um, an apropos topic, being that this past January, just a week ago, I, mean, I can't believe, well, it's more than a week ago. We're already halfway through, well, kind of halfway through February. Crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It feels like just yesterday was uh, January 1st. Yeah. Well, in January, for those of you who aren't are, tuning into the greatest sport of all time, professional wrestling. Wow. Well, you got to be fans of professional wrestling. That's right. And you know, it's, it's, it's funny because so many people knock it, but there's so many people that are closet wrestling fans. <laughs> And, right. you know, I'm not I'm not ashamed to say that I've liked professional wrestling since I was a kid. Love professional wrestling. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, and I'm a different generation than you. So, I mean, I remember seeing it from a, a time when there was no, um, you know, WWE. It was these independent little organizations all throughout the country. And you'd watch the show on, mm-hmm. you know, some Saturday night at 11 o'clock at night. I remember watching it. And, and as it developed into, you know, a larger yeah, that's Bang. right. But, and uh, so, yeah, so those of you who don't tune into wrestling on a weekly basis might not realize that at the end of January was a pay-per-view. The big show, well, one of the bigger shows of the year, the Royal Rumble, right? And not the big show, who's a wrestler. No, yeah, he's a wrestler. Not the big show, but The big a show who big had a show. sitcom on Netflix. The big show show. I'm just referring to a single large-scale event. And the big show, who also was in Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Famous role. All right, listen. For all you listening to the podcast, what we need is we need somebody to let us know if they know what character the big show was in Jingle All the Way. That's right. You know something? You will win our gratitude and respect. (laughs) And that's about it. Also, we'd like you to let us know if you know Arnold Schwarzenegger. We'd really like to have him on. We think that would be a gripping episode. So maybe distant cousin or, you know, check your, like, bloodline or whatever. You never know. Ex-boyfriend. Sure, yeah. You know, get us in touch with him. No, but seriously, on this note, we're going to put this, uh, you know, podcast up, and it's going to be on the Facebook page and and, uh, Mm -hmm. Instagram. But what I'd like for, if you're listening to this, Go onto the Facebook page and leave a comment below if you know what character the big show played in Jingle All the Way. And I'll also put up a, uh, a quiz on uh, the Instagram page. So make sure you do that. I would love to see um, who gets it right. And in the future, at one point we had UTL Radio t-shirts. In the future, we're going to be giving away UTL Radio t-shirts. Uh, so... Stay are they going to be autographed? N- not unless you want me to autograph them, but stay tuned, right? But let's give this a <laughs> let's give this a warm up. Let's see how this goes. So answer that trivia question, and we'll see what happens. Now, getting back to the story, back to the story. WWE. Right. We we're talking about the Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. and Royal Rumble is an event where you've got what is it, thirty? Thirty guys. They come in the ring, and in order to win, you have to throw everyone else outside the ring. Over the ropes. Over the top rope. See how much I know about wrestling? Yes. So. You're a professional. Not a professional wrestler. No, no. 
I'm, I am a professional. You could be. You I could be. You know, there are a lots of people. Professional lawyer. That's right. Not a professional that wrestler. Could be, that could be a good wrestling gimmick. The lawyer. Well, it's like uh, Marvin J. Shyster. Or Punch what? me one more time and you'll be sued. No, no, no. What was that guy? Well, what guy? Irvin, somebody, Shyster, IRS. or what? Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Of course. And then there was the other guy, David Otunga. I think he was a lawyer. He was like in like the 2010s, though. I think David Otunga might have actually had actually some been a lawyer. Back. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, he must have made more money being a professional wrestler, although that didn't go over so good because where you know, is he? Yeah, that's right. But you know, if things don't work out, you could always sign up for the WWE. Not too hard to get into these days, I hear. Oh, is that what you hear? That is what I hear. Yeah, well, I, I don't think I'm going to be doing that. My wrestling days are long, <laughs> long gone. Well, anyway, look, so the point of this is since the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. was recently an event, recently happened. That happened, yeah. It was actually really good. Because, it was really good. Um, Adam Copeland. Also known as Edge. Right. He won the Royal Rumble. And for those of you who are into pop culture the way that we are. That's right. You might know Adam Copeland who was in Vikings, the History yes. Channel show Vikings, and then the last season was on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. And he was he, al- he was also in uh he was also in Money Plane, which is a movie recently. Yes, and he was in a Canadian television show, which I can't remember where it was uh, like a detective shoot. show. Shoot, what was it called? I don't know. Go on to the Instagram and the Facebook. If you know what the name of that Canadian show is, write it down, and you'll win nothing. But you know. We primer, need to know. primer, because we are going to get the UTL radio sh- uh, right. t-shirts back in stock. So, I, signed again, by Edge. This is it. Two questions. Two, Two questions. questions. The ultimate quiz. What detective show was Adam Copeland starring in? Okay, there we go. But anyway, Good getting questions. back to him. <laughs> oh, and by the way, on Vikings. Yeah. No spoilers, just in case you're going to watch it. But he turns out to be quite the character. Does he? In Vikings in the final season. So if you haven't watched it. Does he use a spear? Maybe. <laughs> well, anyway. That's funny because that's his finishing move in wrestling. It is. For all so, of you uh, non-wrestling fans. Here's the thing with WWE. Mm-hmm. There's been a tremendous amount of name changes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Through, throughout the history of the WWE. And, and it ties into to the legal aspect of the show. So let's let's start off with WWE itself, World Wrestling Entertainment. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, it was not known as the WWE. Was it not? It was the WWF, the World well, Wrestling actually, Federation. Actually, I'd like to stop you there. Because guess what? I happen to know that before that, it was called the WWWF. There were three W's, like the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. And then they got rid of one of the W's to make it the WWF. Well, in making it the WWF, which it was for quite some time, yeah, right, all throughout the eighties, mm-hmm. it and was. I think even like the nineties and early two thousands, I believe. I well, think it was a. Well, the whole story behind that, we'll get mm-hmm. the date in a second, but the whole story behind it is two thousand two, two thousand two. So up to two thousand two, the WWE was the WWF worldwide mm-hmm. world, world world wrestling. Say go. it with me, world wrestling. World Wrestling Federation. Federation. Up until a point where animal activists were up in arms. And not because of George the Animal Steel. Chair or shots to pandas. Animal from uh, 
the what was the wrestling team? Animal oh, Hawk and, and Animal. Hawk. It was uh, the Road Warriors. Road, right. Not because of that. That's not why animal activists were up in arms. They were up in arms because of the name of it was the World Wrestling Federation. The they were the World Wildlife Foundation. That, that's right. So bloody brawls and saving pandas don't mix too well. Well, the thing is that the World Wildlife Foundation was actually in existence prior to the World Wrestling Federation, mm-hmm. and they sued the WWF wrestlers for trademark infringement. And so, as a result of that trademark infringement case. The World Wrestling Federation was forced to change its name to the World Wrestling Entertainment. Entertainment. Right. And and that they, they chose that for a number of reasons. Some of it because they already had that logo with the W and the W and then the F in it. And now to just make it an E wasn't that much of a stretch. But here's an issue where trademark infringement came into play, forcing them to change the name. Now, what's interesting with trademark infringement is that it is just constant in WWE. Uh, WWE. In, in, in professional wrestling, one of the number one legal claims that you've, you see is trademark infringement. Sure, we've all heard of things like the concussions and failure to treat the wrestlers and mm-hmm. uh, there were steroids and all that stuff. But, but the number one issue that you see are... Trademark claims because these guys and girls, not to discriminate, these wrestlers, these professional wrestling entertainers, superstars, superstars, superstars. if you will, they end up suing because they they build, well, they build this character. Right. They build this gimmick. Right. As they call it in in the world wrestling uh, world. Universe. You're right. And, And they want this gimmick to stay with them because it becomes part of of them, part of their persona. Mm-hmm. But here's how it happens. When Vince McMahon, who is the, I mean, the brainchild, really. I mean, it was his father, but brainchild behind right. he's, the success he's the, he's of the, the WWE. The owner, he's done yeah. everything. you know. Right. So chairman of the board, Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. when he creates a character, they typically trademark it. Mm-hmm. Right away. Right. And they trademark it for all of the merchandise. They trademark it for the name, mm-hmm. for the logo. So if, if a particular character has a um, a logo associated with it, they're going to trademark that logo. Right. And that gives them... So, so WWE owns that, right. that character. It's an intellectual property that they right. own. It's like Super Mario is owned by Nintendo. Spider-Man is owned by Marvel. Correct. You know, Hulk Hogan is owned by WWE. Well, interesting about Hulk Hogan because Hulk Hogan originally was sued. Well, the WWE was sued by Marvel Entertainment. Really? Because because of the Hulk? Because they referred to him as the Incredible Hulk Hogan. And the Incredible uh, Hulk is a trademark name owned by Marvel. That's right. And so the deal was struck that they'd allow Hulk Hogan to use Hulk Hulk as a as a name, mm-hmm. but he had to pay royalties to Marvel to to Marvel for using that name. Wow. So, you know, interesting, right? That, so very interesting. But the the deal was that Hulk Hogan had become such a personality that they were able to take Hulk the mm-hmm. name and say, "You know what? It's worth uh worth it for us to pay royalties to Marvel to allow us to use a name." 
because that character had been built in, in such a way that to lose that Hulk would have been... Devastating. It, exactly. Because if you if you know him now, I mean, nine times out of ten, nobody knows what his real name is. All right. That's I mean, right. I do. Yeah, and especially if you were if following... If you know his name, go on the Instagram. <laughs> when, you, when you hear about... Um, his uh, most recent, which is probably eight years ago now, legal issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know his real name is is what is it? Terry. Terry Belair. That's right. Or if you were a big fan of uh, the the uh, show that he did, what was the name of that show? The which, reality which show. Which the reality show with. Oh man, I, I know what you're talking about. The what, what was I? Again? It was a train wreck. I don't remember the name of it, but I remember watching some of it. Horrible. Was it uh, Hogan Knows Best? That's it. That's it. And um, the whole idea here is that, you know, Hulk Hogan, they, they thought it was worth it, right, to to trademark or to, to negotiate out so that they could get that trademark, right? Mm-hmm. But for the most part, WWE, getting back to the wrestlers, they own that name. So right. they own that character. So somebody like... Especially somebody that's that's lower level that has not built their character, right? So, so like in in like modern day, someone like um, who's the guy that plays the guitar with Elias? The Elias. Okay, his name is not Elias, is it? I don't. I really so, doubt it. So when they say Elias and they say "Walk with Elias," those slogans, those are trademarks that are owned by the WWE. Um, let, let's pick another one, for example. Uh, uh, what's Rey Mysterio? Yeah, Rey Mysterio, or let's see, John Morrison. He uh, he's you know owned by the WWE. His name. Another another interesting case. Uh, uh, well, actually, let me just say John Morrison for a minute. Go back to John Morrison for a second. So in WWE, he was known as John Morrison. Find out what his real name is. All right. But when he left WWE and he went to other promotions, he had to use uh, Johnny. Uh, I think it was like Johnny Nitro. Uh, and a whole bunch of other names. Right, he's in he a could... game right now that he he negotiated the deal before he went back to WWE, so they can't use John Morrison. They're using Johnny Retro. Like he can't be John Morrison. His real name is John Randall Hennigan. All right, so that's the whole deal here is that they own the rights, so that you as the wrestler, you can't use that name, mm-hmm. right? Right. So, can I tell you another interesting yeah. story? AEW, which is uh, All Elite Wrestling, it's a rival company. Uh, going against WWE in the past two years, it has gotten insanely po- popular, like kind of like one and a half actually years. It has been getting a lot of traction. It is, uh, if you remember the, the Monday night wars back in the day, WWE versus WCW, it's uh it's just like that again, a lot of very popular WWE stars are moving over to AEW. And one of those stars is Cody Rhodes, as you may know him, but he's currently using the American nightmare Cody. Because for a long time, WWE has owned the rights to the Rhodes name. He couldn't call himself Cody Rhodes. Actually, they they stopped filing the trademark, so now he can again. But for a long period of time, he just went by uh, Cody, which I find really interesting. Yeah, and you know, that that's, that's really interesting that you said that the, the trademark was going to run out. Mm-hmm. So normally, right, trademark registration lasts for a, a set number of, 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 of years, 10 years, right? And then right. it can be renewed. Well, interestingly enough, do you remember um, a wrestler 
by the name of Ryan Reeves. Yes, I do remember him. So his wrestling name was... Ryback. Ryback, that's right. And Ryback was the big guy, which was a character owned by the WWE, trademarked the big guy, all that stuff. And his wrestling name in ring was Ryback. They announced him as Ryback. Right. And um, he was pretty popular for a long time. Oh, absolutely. When he initially showed up, they, he was booked as like the big, strong guy. He yeah, beat yeah. everyone. He uh, he actually had a match against uh, CM Punk, who at the time was the WWE champion. And Ryback was extremely popular. People thought he was genuinely going to win. People were excited for him to win. And then um, kind of immediately he lost a lot of traction. You know, he just kind of became one of the lower level guys. But for a long time, he was extremely popular. Yeah, well, the thing with him is that he had a falling out with the WWE mm-hmm. multiple times because he was, back when he first started, he was popular and he was in the, uh, what's the one that you wore the yellow armbands? And oh, uh, he was Nexus, in the Nexus, right. right. Then then he went away for a while and then he came back. And when he came back, he was much more popular, top billing, right? Right back, yeah. He was in WrestleMania and all that stuff. Right. So he... he you you want to know something funny? I was at WrestleMania 29 where Ryback fought Mark Henry. I actually was in the stadium. Really? Yeah, and watched him fight Mark Henry. Was it everything you thought it would be? It was so amazing. Excellent. Well, <laughs> whatever happened, something happened, and he had a falling out with them, mm-hmm. and he wanted to keep his name Ryback because it, by that point, he had built up such a um, reputation, if you will, using the name Ryback. Right. YouTube channel. And uh, ridiculous YouTube channel, by the way, podcast, right? Like the YouTube channel, he sits in his car and he eats food. Have you seen that? I've seen it. Yeah, it's top tier content. Sits there and eats food. Right. Who wouldn't want to watch that? It's eat with the big guy. Right. So anyway, you're feeling lonely on a Friday night. Get some fast food. Turn on Ryback and you can eat your dinner with the big guy. Right. Well, you're calling him Ryback. Why are you calling him Ryback? Because I'll tell you in a minute. He was all set. Because Ryback, the trademark name, was about to expire within mm-hmm. months. Right. And and the WWE had already severed ties with Reeves. And so he was just sitting there waiting for that trademark to expire. Mm-hmm. And then he was going to just take it. Now, trademarks are interesting because trademarks, unlike um, patents and things, they are renewable. So all you have all you have to do is renew that trademark before your, your trademark expires. And then mm-hmm. you have the rights to it again. And as he's waiting patiently for Ryback to expire, they go in and they renew it. Really? Yep. So they renew it, and he's he's pissed, of course, because he thinks that they're doing it to him intentionally, and who knows if they did. Now, from a business perspective, WWE was trying to protect their intellectual property. Right. So what does Ryback do? What does Reeves do? Do you know? I do know. Tell me. He changed his legal name. And you know where he got that from? Where did he get it from? From the best wrestler of all time, which is... Or John who is. Cena? No, 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 no. By the way, did you see John Cena in the Super Bowl commercial? I did, and you know what? I spent... So So John Cena was in the Super Bowl commercial for the Mountain Dew Watermelon, and the whole thing was that there were hundreds of bottles, and if you counted them all, you'd win a million dollars. So I spent like an hour sitting there counting every major melon bottle. Did you win a million dollars? I did not win a million dollars. Well, anyway, John Cena is in the front seat, right? Looking all thin. That's right. Right? He was super thin looking. Super thin, yeah. Right? So he realizes now that 
He just needs to just go full force. I've seen him in, into, into television. I've heard his voice and voiceovers for, for car commercials. Mm-hmm. Now I've seen him in Mountain Dew. Smarter than a fifth grader? Are you, are you smarter than a fifth grader? It, he's just all over the place now. He's going to be like... Fast um, and the Furious, he's in that. I think he was. Well, his, yeah, he was his in that. acting skills leave a lot to be desired. Well, he was in that movie Bumblebee. I, wasn't I, he? I would comment. Or yeah, he was. He, he, he was. It was Bumblebee. It was Bumblebee. You know, I, I'd comment more on his acting skills, but the every Marine? scene he's in, I have a really hard time locating him because you can't see him. That's right. That's uh, right. I knew that was coming. All right, master of comedy over here. But getting back to him for for a minute, the best. Well, not getting back to him. Let's just leave him alone. <laughs> the, the best wrestler, in my opinion. And for any of you who have ever been into the actual office, my mm-hmm. actual law office, you'll see up on the shelf in the conference room at least three action figures of this guy. Sherlock Holmes? No, the <laughs> ultimate warrior. Ultimate warrior, hands oh, down, was my favorite wrestler when I was growing up. I remember going to Brendan Byrne Arena in East Rutherford, New Jersey, and watching the ultimate warrior. I also saw... Uh, Undertaker, by the Did way. You? Yeah, with Paul Bearer. Oh, wow. Um, but watching, I believe it was him and, and Macho Man Randy Savage snap into a Slim Jim, right? Mm-hmm. And it, he was just the best because at that time, I was into you know weightlifting and he, he started off as a bodybuilder. Oh, yeah, really? And, and funny story, look this up. I remember getting one Christmas a Gold's Gym book on weightlifting mm-hmm. and he was on the cover of the book. Was not, he really? not as the ultimate warrior, but as a bodybuilder. He had a he had a tank top on with Gold's Gym on it, and he was doing shoulder raises. So anyway, he, in my opinion, is the best. He was um, the most charismatic, the most energetic, he most def- entertaining. He definitely had the energy. Like he was crazy. They yeah. they play his music, and he'd come running out of of the curtain mm-hmm. down. He was insane. His level of energy. He was right. great. And, and I'm not talking about technical wrestling skill or any of that stuff. He was just amazing. I loved him. So anyway, so he, if you don't know, and I'm sure if you were a fan of wrestling, you know, he had just massive popularity, mm-hmm. right? He, he was rivals to Hulk Hogan. Right. He was just really, he was the epitome, I think, of wrestling in the 80s. And he had a number of, of issues with Vince McMahon. Right. Salary disputes, didn't feel like he was being treated good enough, didn't think that he was getting enough money, some of which may have been true, right? Because Hulk Hogan was was getting top billing all the time, and Mm -hmm. Ultimate Warrior was arguably more popular. But anyway, so it gets to a point where they have a breakdown between Ultimate Warrior and the WWE. And um, what's what's his real name? Oh, oh, I think Jim it's, uh, Helwig. J- Jim, Jim Helwig. Right. Yeah, that's right. And, and I've got a story about Jim Helwig after this. But anyway, so Jim Helwig and WWE split apart. And what does Vince McMahon do? He creates a DVD called the self destruction of the Ultimate Warrior. And terribly, terribly like slanderous DVD. Uh, it, it's it's horrible. Yeah. I mean, he has the wrestlers talking about how crazy and no imagine good. working for a company you know day job you go in there every day and as soon as you decide it's time to leave a dvd about how terrible you were at the staples headquarters comes out and all your co-workers said yeah brian i hated that guy what a jerk like how terrible would that be he didn't know the difference between copier paper and 
Toner. That's right. Moron. Terrible person. Horrible. That's, Horrible. that's pretty much what the uh, modern right. day equivalent of that is. Well, that's what they did. They really went nuts on him. I mean, I've seen it. I it, think I actually own it. They they trashed him. Mm-hmm. They trashed him, and they had other wrestlers trash him. They right. trashed every everything from his personality to his personal life to his wrestling ability. Right. And they really tried to destroy him by blaming it on him. Well, he he is a pretty smart guy, mm-hmm. right? Um, he went out and he said, "All right, I I need." this warrior persona. I need to be the ultimate warrior, but he couldn't use it because WWE owned ultimate warrior. Right. So what does he do? And this what was, does he do? this is the, the first of the kind, first of its kind. And this is where Ryback ended up getting the idea from. Mm-hmm. So Jim Helwig goes into to court and legally changes his name to warrior warrior. It's a unique name. Yes. But now as warrior, he can't, be uh you know you, you can't say you can't use the name warrior it's it's your it's name. name yeah it's your name and he goes out and he makes his his career using the name warrior he does mm-hmm. public speaking and all sorts of things now here's right. the funny story so back in 2009 i want to say mm-hmm. i had um a client that was a book publisher Right. And in, right. in the course of this, it, it's a very, very sordid tale of it's like the seven degrees of <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Right. I end up meeting the agent for Warrior, his his agent. Really? And we talk about the idea of the warrior writing a children's book, a motivational children's book. And I had this publisher client who was willing to do it and the agent. So. I get a call set up between me, the agent, and Warrior. No way. This is this can't yeah, be this real. This is true. This is true. And I had probably an hour-long conversation with the Ultimate Warrior. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. This I is did not know absolutely that. Absolutely true. That's insane. And so- What was he like? He was just like he was on the video. At this time- Did he shake the video camera around? No. Did he play the music? No, it was a phone call. This uh. was before Zoom, right? So- we talked about, well, let me take a step back. He had these videos on YouTube mm-hmm. all about how Hulk Hogan screwed him over and Terry Belia is a horrible guy. Yeah. And he's, all kinds of accusations right. in those. And, and, and probably. A varying degree of truth. Some of them are true. Some of them aren't true. Right. I mean, some of them were proven to be true. I mean, like, you got you got to think of it this way. It's like the WWE locker room in the 80s. There was not as much, like, keeping track of things and, you know accountability as there is now i've heard horror stories about what happened there back in the day yeah well he had these videos and he created the warriors academy and he was trashing hulk hogan on some videos but then trying to motivate other people and he was actually giving public uh, speaking engagements in in colleges and universities right so anyway so the idea that i had with him was listen create a motivational children's book Mm -hmm. tone it down with respect to the profanity and and really focus in on an area that you haven't. And because at that point, he was trying to build up this uh, training, mm-hmm. right? right? Bodybuilding and, and, and training and but target the young kids. So he loved the idea. And the agent was, you know, kind of interested. Um, and then, you know, we talked with the agent a few more times and then ultimately the publisher started to get cold feet and the whole thing fell apart. But that's that's one of my favorite memories of, of you know, law 
being mm-hmm. able to get involved with the Ultimate Warrior and this close to helping broker a book deal, a children's book deal. So Really? Yeah. But anyway, at that time, we had I actually talked to him over the phone about him changing his name to Warrior. and Because I was curious, did you... Do you call yourself Warrior or do you call yourself Jim, right? And well, wasn't uh, it wasn't his last name that was changed? He just called himself Warrior. That was his name. Changed himself. His name was Warrior, right? That's right. Yeah, Warrior. It's like, just Warrior. It's like being called God. Just God. Yeah. Right. Just Warrior. Right. Just Warrior. Right. So anyway, but no, the answer to that question was that no, his wife and they still called him Jim. But it was a very very clever legal move to go out and to trademark his or not trademark to, to change his name to warrior because it avoided a lot of this trademark litigation. And that's what Ryback ultimately did, mm-hmm. right? Reeves, Ryan Reeves went out and said, I'm going to follow in the footsteps of walking the footsteps of the warrior. That's and, right. And now I'm going to officially change my name to Ryback, which allows him to use that name as part of his gimmick and, and to continue using it through all the different media channels Mm -hmm. but the point is and the point that we're focusing on in today's show is this idea of trademark how powerful it can be for a company and very powerful for the wwe because i can't even tell you how many trademarks they filed over professional wrestling names right right and and trademarks are are unique in that you might file a trademark for a name, but mm-hmm. you also have to file the trademark for that logo. Right. So the word mark is different from the name mark. Um, it's a very complicated world, isn't it? It is. It is. But it also does serve to protect your interests. And, you know, some people may hate Vince McMahon. Some people may hate the ultimate word. Who knows? But the idea is that it's a smart business move to go and trademark your intellectual property. Obviously, some smart guys have found ways around it. It's interesting. But all in all, I think that the idea um, of the topic of the show today was, was quite interesting. Mm-hmm, for all the way from WWF to Ryback to John Cena to Ultimate Warrior to, you know. Big show. Big show. Don't forget. Right. Go on Don't that Facebook page. and I What want movie you- was Edge in? What, what show was Edge in? What Canadian detective <laughs> can, show was Edge, was Edge in? Adam Copeland. Uh, same person. Well, if you look in the credits of the show, it doesn't say that's Edge. That's right. That's right. It says Adam Copeland. That's right. Uh, and who did the big show play, play? in Jingle All the Way? That's right. What character did the big show play in, in Jingle, Jingle All, All the, the Way? And, you know, we're going to be talking a lot more about trademarks and copyright at a future date, future podcast. We have some really interesting ones about that topic coming up. Yeah, one of our listeners actually proposed the topic of... Um, this this ratatouille. Well, we don't we don't want to spoil it. We don't, we're going to tease it. We're going to tease it a little bit because it's, don't you think ratatouille alone is enough to get people hooked? No, I think I think it's interesting. I think it it opens up the door for a discussion about fan films and what's allowable, not allowable, and not just fan films, films, but games, fan, fan art, content. Yeah. fan yeah, fan made content. Yeah. So you know, our next show we're going to be talking about that topic, and uh, in particular, we're going to focus on this this Disney Ratatouille, TikTok mix up play right. trademark thing. So it's going to be interesting. So make sure you tune into that. That's going to be uh, coming out this week, Thursday. For those of you who are keeping track of the dates. That's right. Um, and uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Thanks for joining us. So I think this was a uh, this was a, a slam, wasn't it? Absolutely. A smackdown. It was a smackdown. Of epic proportions. 
That's right. Mess that word up, but you know, it would have been cool. I appreciate the uh, the effort. We're not going to edit this. We're going to upload this as a raw, unedited footage. You get it? I get it. Yeah, that one was clever. That one was real clever. Okay, I'm glad you think so. Thanks. You you deserve a smackdown. That's right. All right, well, that's going to do it for today's show. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Make sure that you tell your friends and, and family and colleagues about the show. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't. Make sure you go on the Facebook page. And answer our burning trivia questions. Right. And, in the and near- make sure you tune in for whatever comes NXT. <laughs> oh, you're good today. That's right. On fire. Yep. We're going to be getting some uh, some merch back in, some T-shirts, and, and make sure that you, um, you, know, you stick around and you subscribe and follow along so that you can get your, your shot at uh, winning some UTL Radio merch. Winning some money in the bank. Money in the bank. All right, we got to go before this continues and gets out of control. (laughs) That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you soon, and tune in next time. See you later. Thank you for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. Make sure you follow Peter on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and stay tuned for future episodes.